0: Chicago's home for sports on Facebook at ESPN Chicago. This is ESPN 1000.
1: ESPN 1000, Xander and Hanley, Brian's favorite artist. Going to the ends of the earth to see him. Where where do you have tickets? Italy or something? Where
2: where are you going? uh, Next May, Rome and um, Paris. Paris and Rome.
1: Right. And yeah, did you I mean, have to did you have to sell plasma
2: every month for a year no, to get those uh the money to get those tickets? No, I had to get up at two in the morning because of the time change when the t- when the tickets went on sale because they sold out in like five minutes yeah, but you know they're not cheap well I, I paid face value well okay for the tickets, but
1: the whole the whole thing you no. got to consider traveling everything part of the ticket
2: well right? and that's that's where my son times uh air miles and uh, marriott points come in from oh, traveling for 26 years yeah. look
1: at yeah. you you saved well, it all for this moment
2: well i was saving it for some i didn't know this was going to be the moment but yeah right. uh yeah that that thank god i was sitting on um a lot of uh you know when you spend three years actual calendar years of your life in a marriott hotel property you, you you know, you, you accrue a lot of points. Uh, ask so, you, so
1: you have figured it out that you've actually spent three calendar years? Correct. I'm all titanium,
2: together? Wow. I'm titanium for life on Marriott. Look at you. They sent me a big, you're heavy You're like a superhero. Card. Well, I didn't know that. They just sent me a card and said, you're our titanium, titanium for life. And Did they so, hand deliver it with some guy named Jeeves in white gloves? Well, I mean, if if I dropped it on my toe, I could break my toe. It's that heavy. Um, but, I mean, that just that tells you what kind of life you have as a beat writer. I loved covering sports. I mean, it's really not a job. Right. And when you're a young man traveling as much as you do, you really enjoy it. Because, you, you know, and you got to see cities you never thought you would see, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. But, um, yeah, so it, it, I've been sitting on those for a while because I don't travel all that much anymore. And then the pandemic came along. And from what I understand now, if you want to travel, the airlines cancel your flight three times to make sure you don't. Yeah, travel.
1: I haven't gone. I have not been in an airport since the uh, since February of twenty. Wow, yeah, See, right? I've, right I've
0: done, I've, two I've weeks. There,
1: two weeks before I started here at ESPN, I had a trip scheduled to the British Virgin Islands, well, and well, we so took you. and we took that trip. And uh, when I came home before I got here, I was sick, and I wonder if I had the COVID. But I'll never know because we didn't know what the COVID was really. At yeah, that point. a lot
2: of people are going back and thinking, you know, I, I had something I didn't really know what mm-hmm, it was before mm-hmm, there yeah. was a name to it. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, it was pointed out to me that that uh, could have been the situation. Haven't had it since.
2: Well, but- I'm on my tenth day of protocol because I, I took a test a week ago Wednesday. Right, right. And uh, because I was around people that did in fact have COVID and got symptoms, so. I had like the sniffles for two days but if you go to the cdc guidelines it's like you know for the first few days don't you know isolate and then wear a mask uh, you know when you're around people if you have to go out but basically you know they want you to stay away from people for Mm -hmm. 10 -hmm. days or so so i think is today your uh, is today your getaway day i think it's my 10th day i'm pretty sure so i'm at home and if you I, i have a neighbor every year that likes to blow off, it seems like, half-stick of dynamite. uh, Oh, you know, we're going to have
1: to talk about this, uh, especially uh, we'll be on tomorrow, too. Uh, Yeah. We're going to give advice. I I certainly have uh, issues I have to deal with with my dogs. Yeah. And, yes, I I have a neighbor that does the same thing. He hosts the neighborhood uh,
2: display. I'm all all for fireworks at night and and Mm -hmm. enjoy Fourth of July fireworks. Mm -hmm. My dogs Mm -hmm. certainly don't, and I know a lot of little kids don't. But the random... Uh, window shattering or shaking half stick of dynamite at 10 in the morning uh, for like three days or four days over the weekend just because i don't understand that i don't understand the look at me i'm a complete you know what (laughs) jerk um because you, you know this i mean m80s are one thing this is like times 10 Right. And so you might hear that today. You might not. So far, right. Right. Talking. People
1: practicing or whatever. Yeah. Unfortunately for me, and I've told you, I've kind of live out in the country. We have property, uh, a fair amount of property that backs up to a fair amount of property owned by a gun shop owner. Mm-hmm. And on a random Saturday, you'll hear target practice. Although mm-hmm. it doesn't bother my dogs. the gunshots don't bother the dogs yeah. out, out, outside. I mean, they're far enough away. But the fireworks, yes, they do.
2: Yeah. It's, it's, um, yeah, it's, it's, look, I, I, I really enjoy fireworks shows, uh, done by professionals. I don't really like the,
1: <laughs> don't, uh, the non professionals in the neighborhood. It was just blown off. Showing dynamite. off. Yeah. Yeah. And it just burning, just burning money. Yeah. three one two All right. Let's set up that Twitter poll, uh, here, Brian. Uh, Zach Levine, he's going to be wearing number eight for years to come.
2: So, A simple question, because they agreed yesterday, officially it's not till July 6th, but they've come to a verbal agreement, not a whole lot of negotiating going on, because the Bulls, the the watchword has been continuity and bringing everyone back, so they put the max money on the table, five years, $215.2 million, and Zach apparently didn't even want to go through meetings with other teams, but his agency clutch sports with a k decided mm. that you know let's have a few of those meetings just to give you a taste of people wanting your your you know to tell you how much they love you and in short order he said okay now let's take the bulls deal because they're the only ones who can offer five years and 215 million dollars so he is very happy to be a bull are you happy that they are they have uh, given him max money yes or no and that's our twitter poll at espn 1000 i've retweeted it uh, you can Find it, uh, I believe it at Xander. Uh, yeah, yeah, Xander Rocker. Rocker, yeah. Yep. Um, here's the thing: he's going to make thirty-seven point one million dollars next season, which is when you're talking about two hundred and fifteen million. That you know that seems about right. Kevin Durant, his his salary next year forty-three million. Um, and this was the week where Kevin Durant surprised the Nets and told them, you know, this isn't really working out here too much in Brooklyn. Um, I'd like to be traded. So every team in the league had to get on the phone and make that due diligence call and say, what would you like from our roster if we could even begin to talk about getting Kevin Durant on our team? Uh, So AK and Mark Eversley certainly had that conversation. It probably didn't last very long because Kevin Durant doesn't really want to come here. The sad thing is uh, uh, Danilo... Garliano didn't want to come here either. He decided to go to the Celtics. He didn't really believe the Bulls uh as nice a season as they had last year are among the elite in the Eastern Conference. Um but the 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 fact that Zach is going to make six million less than Kevin Durant and the the fantasy I know that Sylvie tweeted out, let's go, let's go get Durant, everyone liked that idea. There was one, you know, he had to want to come here, but uh, Casey Johnson wrote two trade scenarios. One you had to give up DeRozan, Patrick Williams, Alex Caruso, your first round pick this year and a future first round pick. Or two, the other scenario, you give up Vooch, Patrick Williams yet again, Kobe White, your first round pick this year and a future first round to even get the conversation going. And that's a lot to give up. That's that way way that's way way
1: too much. And and and, and being being old school uh, you know, it, it, it kind of drives me nuts that there's a handful of players and the NBA has been like this for a while that just basically dictate, you know, uh, oh, sure. contract or nothing that nah, I, I want to be traded. And I hope this doesn't spread to like baseball. It's yeah. It may it may be happening, but it's it just seems to be so out front with the NBA.
2: It it went with D Wade when he started with LeBron, and you know he started
1: you know. Right, right. Let's all build our. Let's all get together and uh, approach this team and say, sign all of us. And yeah,
2: I I, see. I I will argue the Bulls were what forty six and thirty six last year, right? And they limped into the playoffs and they limped quickly out of the playoffs because the Bucks are a much better team, Um, but. As we sit here and talk about the White Sox getting healthy, and boy, when they get healthy, they're going to be a team that you know everyone's going to be happy to have, and they're going to contend. Ah, there, there's that. that word again. Yeah, happy. Um, I will argue that truly, when the Bulls get fully healthy with Lonzo Ball, and you get a full season, right? Out, and Lonzo so, was not part of the playoffs. We, no, we should no. mention and, that. And, in and maybe yeah. won't be ready for the start of the season, but you know, you get guys like. Alonzo Ball, certainly. Alex Crusoe, full season. I mean, then you can envision... I mean, the Bulls were sitting atop the conference for the first, what, two-thirds of the season or so and, and mm-hmm. you know, making everyone happy and surprising everybody. Yep. They truly can lean on, on injuries to explain how they yeah. petered out at the end there. I, I don't know that they're... You know, that the Bulls have decided this is the path, right? Continuity, work around the edges... They're pretty much limit up on on salary cap now. So, um, Rick Morrissey wrote a column today, and I agree with it. The biggest question for the Bulls is: Can you win because of Zach Levine? And the answer is nobody knows. And and we've been debating this for years. It's, it was his first playoff this season in eight years of his NBA career, and that's not because of him. It's because he was on you know bad Minnesota teams and. Mm-hmm. And the Bulls were took a while to get around to the new front office and the retooled and reimagined uh, roster. We don't know. the The debate is, you know, where does Zach Levine fit on a championship-contending team? Is he a foundation piece? Is he the centerpiece? Is he number? Well, three? Well, he has he, just been paid like he is a centerpiece. Right, and so that that's the thing. I love to hear from Bulls fans. 312-332-3776. What do you know about Zach Levine? We know he's athletic. We know he can score. Right. Um, We know he hasn't been healthy, and the knee was more than an issue. And we can, you know, it
1: could be assumed that the Bulls know that the knee is maybe not an issue because they threw all this money
2: at him. And, And and they were in a spot where it's almost like, okay, what else would we do, right?
1: See, that's the that's the other thing. It's like, is this the best situation we can get? Maybe we just have to settle.
2: Yeah, I mean, because we have this max money. He's eligible to get it. We, you know, free agents aren't breaking down our door to be part of this. You know, even Danilo wanted to go to the Boston Celtics and and after listening to what the Bulls had to sell him on. Um, But do you know what Zach Levine is? And he's getting paid as if he's an elite player and he is an all star. I mean, for the first time and a two time all star. Um, But. We don't. I mean, and if you know for a fact that Zach Levine is going to be the reason the Bulls end up hoisting a trophy again, i well, love then Great, that. but
1: we, yeah. you have to sell us on it because I'm I'm with you, Brian. I'm I'm quite honestly surprised. I did not think that they would do that, and I'm surprised. And I'm assuming that they know more than we do. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Back with Bulls talk. Tell us what you think about Zach Levine. You happy that he signed the max contract? And uh, is he he somebody that you can sell us on for the future and uh, ultimately for a world championship? We'll uh, get back to that talk here at 312-332-3776, taking your calls on ESPN 1000.
0: Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Instagram at ESPN underscore Chicago. This is ESPN 1000. And you can watch us today and every day on
1: Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash ESPN1000Chicago. And in just a while, 1030 actually, we will give you a chance to win a four-pack of tickets to the Chicago Red Stars game Sunday, July 10th against the North Carolina Courage. We will be taking third caller, okay? Uh, Brian, we're talking about Zach Levine and the max contract that he got, uh, 312-332-3776. What's your feeling on it? You happy, Brian, or are you
2: surprised like I am? Um, I'm, I'm maybe not surprised. I thought it was going to happen because Zach certainly wanted to be here because he likes the idea of, well, he likes the idea of being in Chicago and finally having talent around him. Um, does he have enough talent around him? But I guess the bigger question for the Bulls is, does he have enough talent to make these guys better? Right. Right. Um, De- DeMar DeRozan played Superman many games this year and and you know and that put, was really Zach's role. Yes. I mean and
1: now he had Zach, the, the knee injury and obviously that's that's been an issue but maybe it's not such an issue now
2: since they threw all that money at him. Well, 67 games this season because of the knee and, and you know he had the surgery, then he had it drained and then he had uh another surgery. Um 67 games, he averaged 27 points, 4.6 rebounds and 4.5 assists. Um You gave him max money. You were clear that you you intended to do that as the Chicago Bulls the entirety of the offseason. That was the direction. It was just a matter of Zach was going to accept it or not. Right guy at the right time for the right situation. And, uh, you know, God bless him. He got paid. But I'm like you. I don't know. You can win with him, I think, for sure. But can you win because of him? Is Is there another level to his game or two? that I think you really do have to see. Right, is he max money? Right. I mean, he's getting paid as if he's an elite player in the yes, league. Yes, yes. And he's a two-time All-Star, and that's nice. But I think it was a year or two ago, voted by NBA players, I think he showed up like 23rd on the list of best see, that's players why I'm.
1: That's why I'm surprised. I'm surprised that, you know, with the knee issue and everything, I, I thought that they would go in a different direction.
2: That's but, why I'm surprised. Well, I mean... I, you know it's nice they added andre Drummond um but he's certainly a guy who's going to help you you know defensively he's not going to help you offensively. Do you have enough scoring again, does Zach Levine assuming health assuming he can get uh more than sixty seven games and a lot closer to eighty two is he the guy? is he the guy to lead you to a an Eastern conference championship and eventually an n b a championship is that right. is where... he
1: going to lead the way he needs right. to be a leader.
2: That's right, I yeah. mean, and, and not just doing the right things and, and preparing the right way, his talent has to find another level or two, yep. in order for you to actually be in a conversation to win something in the next well, and, and it's a five-year deal. He, the last year is a player option, so, so let's and, say the next four.: Yeah, mm. you know it's not going to happen next year, but by years three and four of that deal, can you tell me that yes, this is all going to play out? He's going to earn the money, and they're not just going to be a nice team and a good story and a likable team—all the things they were this year. And I loved watching Bulls basketball for the most part until you know the injuries piled up and they you know kind of whimpered into the postseason. But you root it for this team, and you root for Zach Lavine. But right. that doesn't change my question marks on him about how good he he is again he's been in bad situations for the most the majority of his career and i still don't know i don't know how good he is and i right. don't know i need. I, I do know he needs to be better in order for the bulls to get to the promised land right right and he
1: you know max money thrown at him it seems like that they have those expectations will they come true sean and avondale jumping on an espn 1000 hey sean
3: hey how's it going good yeah, so, um, you know, I think I'm pretty happy with the contract and the signing. Um, you know, I've been seeing a lot of reports that the Chicago Bulls have yet to offer a $100 million contract plus. You know, I think it's going to, you know, AK coming in, I think he's going to really, <clears throat> you know, build up this roster. Um, you know, as he already has, you know, he's, he's bringing in different Well, what else do you
1: think things. he needs to do?
3: I mean, I think he's preached continuity, so you know he just wants these pieces to stay together for quite some time, and,
1: and to actually you know. work together to get to that point.
3: Exactly. I mm. mean, Patrick Williams. Um, you know, we got to see if he's going to grow this year and and come into his own. I mean, training out in LA with Demar, I think that's going to be huge. Um, I think I think the question marks are going to be more Ken um, Levine and Demar work together because it kind of seemed they were playing solo ball, hero ball all year. And uh, you know, can they play more together? And like you guys just mentioned, uh, can Levine elevate other people's game? I I think we have yet to see that.
1: Right. All right. Thanks, Sean. Uh, You know the max contract concept, Brian. Could you imagine what that money would look like for a Michael Jordan if you were playing today the way he played then? What is a max contract for a Michael Jordan?
2: Yeah, five hundred million. Uh, Boy, I mean, you know some. (laughs) At some point... point, And have you been just, just realized how underpaid he was. Yeah. I mean, there was always conversation. Should Jerry give him a percentage of ownership? Um, of course, of all of us
1: would have said yes, but it's not our team to give away. Yeah,
2: I, I mean, I don't even know if that was within the league rules at the time where you could give him 2% of the team. Um, but yeah, I mean, for the amount of money that he made for Bulls ownership... Actually, after, after he, years, he
1: retired, they should have gifted him 2%.
2: Yeah, well, you should never worn a Washington jersey.
1: No, that still makes me sick. I know, right? Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Twitter poll up at ESPN one thousand. Zach Levine gets the max contract. Are you happy or not? The uh, there was just two choices. I'm thrown in, surprised because I just thought that they might go a different way. Because uh, AK seems to have. Ab- be the guy who would make a daring trade. He's made a couple, but he he feels like he has the core now. They just have to play to potential.
2: And before you know, before the um, they agreed uh, verbally and it'll you know, become official on the sixth uh, in a few days. Here, um, people are like, okay, sign and trade. Zach Levine would have to be a centerpiece if you're going to get Kevin Durant. Then obviously the Nets would want Zach Levine in sure. whatever package sure. you ship. Again, those that was all fantasy based basketball at the time because. One Kevin Durant has Phoenix on his list and Miami, and you know the Bulls weren't on his list. So you, you know, you of can't course, really... you
1: want a player like that, but do you want an attitude like that? <sighs> well, he doesn't have the same attitude as Kyrie. Um, no,
2: well, that's true. That's is... I definitely don't Kevin want Durant. no part of Kyrie. I know he is Kevin Durant. I mean, and, and the idea of Kevin Durant in a Bulls uniform would excite me very much. Um, but you know, Patrick Williams, our caller just mentioned it. he was in both scenarios that Casey Johnson laid out because. No one yet knows what Patrick Williams is and what his future is in the NBA, but it better be good and it better be a high ceiling and as Sean just said, our caller, you better start seeing it this season because it's uh, it's time for him to start showing up and and letting people know what he's all about. Now, Durant tweeted this
1: earlier today. Mm -hmm. The ones who are locked in that gym with me know what it is. They know what I'm about. If you haven't been in there with me, ask around. So it's a it's a bad situation he wants out of so uh, you know maybe I don't know it uh, uh, you know and somebody responded hey you will only lead a team if they're almost already there so it, uh, it depends on yeah. how it depends on how you look at that or whatever but KD is too high, uh, high a price to pay for
2: the Bulls. yeah I mean Steph Curry didn't doesn't need Ke- uh, Kevin Durant shown back up I mean right I mean it's like um, you know some guys do. Just mm. lead and lead and lead and uh, get it done, right? Yep. All right, Dean
1: from Valpo wants to jump in. ESPN 1000, hey, Dean, you're on with uh, Hanley and Xander.
4: Hey, great to hear you guys. Um, yeah, I, I'm in the minority, but I, I feel like they made a huge mistake with Levine, um, signing him to that contract. And And my reasons are, first, that knee. I mean, guys' knees don't get better. As they get older, and I, you know, he's had quite a few years in the league now. I don't see that knee, um, that issue going away. And to right. pay him that much money, to me, it, it was a mistake. And then
5: the, you, my you final almost have point, to
1: wonder, though, Dean. That, real quick, you almost have to wonder if they have information we don't, because it almost seems like they would have to to have made that deal.
4: Well, <laughs> them having information we, that we don't it scares me because of how they've diagnosed their point guard's knee. <laughs> so, is their information right. is their information any good? And and my my final point is, I feel like we were so down at the end of the Paxson era that we were just open to any new GM coming in and doing anything. And and I feel like these guys, you know, it's hard to argue against the fact. Okay, they got us in the playoffs, but I feel like they have drained what we have in terms of draft picks, and the guys they have now are are older. And so I feel like if Nothing happens here, and Levine's not this, you know, max contract guy that we just paid him for. It seems like we're going to be in purgatory for the next five years. But anyway, I'm really not Uh, that negative of a person, but I I just feel like that that this was a mistake.
1: Okay. All right. So uh, thanks, Dean. So we got a vote for yes and a vote for no. And, of course, we've got that Twitter poll up at ESPN 1000. All right. Your chance right now to be caller three at 312-332-3776 to win a four-pack of tickets to the Chicago Red Stars game Sunday, July 10th against the North Carolina Courage. Xander and Hanley back after this on ESPN 1000.
0: ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. Follow Chicago's home for sports on Twitter at ESPN 1000.
1: ESPN 1000, Sandra and Hanley here until 11. Then we've got a, a baseball game today. White Sox taking on the Giants. Dylan Cease on the bump against uh their uh their ace, right? Webb. He's uh he's a stud pitcher for the Giants
2: there, Brian. Are you sure I can't get Dylan Cease back for Ian Happ? I Shoot promise up. you. I promise okay. you. <laughs> I'm just I trying. promise you. Yeah, no yeah. chance. Huh? There no is shot? no
1: freaking chance. No, no sorry. Yeah. Uh, you could also too hear high, us on 100.3 HD2. Yes, that's way too high. And on the <laughs> ESPN Chicago app playing high-low for, for, I'm not uh, asking for uh, Ian Happen. Look, and look I, uh, we, we already said hey, Jimenez and um, and no, um, Mancada. Yeah, no shot. A no uh, lot of potential there, Brian. Yeah, A lot of potential great. there. Yeah, You're going to lose Contreras. Uh, you know, that's going to happen. Yeah, uh-huh. you don't see happen, happen, happen. See, happen. I think this will happen. H-A-P-P. Yeah. So uh, I, I think we had uh, we had a winner of those uh, Red Star tickets. We'll get I'm that. How about Jose
2: name. from Deerfield? Was it Jose from Deerfield? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Bulls you're you're fan, right about that. You're right about terrific that. Terrific guy. Yep. Long time yep. contributor. He to, said to hi work. to you. He yeah, said hi he's, to, he's, you he's, to you. He's been a sports talk guy forever and we love awesome. Jose. Yeah.
1: We love rewarding people who spend time listening to sports Absolutely. talk radio. God bless All right, you, so we've got Shout a brand new Jose. head coach on the ice over on West Madison, Luke Richardson. Now we talked about this last week. It was rumored to be the case and it was officially announced was it
2: uh The Hawks said, Was uh, it Monday or Tuesday? Yeah, they announced it Monday and it then was they Monday. brought him into town and uh, he went through our first pitch at Wrigley, and he looks like he could play another 20 years. Did you see this guy? Yeah, yeah I'm telling you. I, I went to so
1: many games back in the day when I had season tickets at the old stadium, watching uh, Luke come into town with the Oilers. He was a great player. one You know, a guy that you would have loved to have on your team. Unfortunately, we do now, but he's not strapping the skates on anymore. No,
2: and he said he's going to strap the skates on and practice with the team, which is, you know, it always sounds good, but he said like if the team needs a bag skate where you know the pucks stay in the bag and you're doing Michigan sprints, basically, you know, blue line to blue line or end line to end line. Or he said he would do it with them to show how much he you know, and he would try to beat them in those grueling practices. You don't like that? Uh, yeah, yeah, I but do. I was- I, I look, I you know Dirk Graham was a disaster as a head coach, and he was <laughs> one of the seven head coaches I think I covered with the Hawks in their dark nineties. Uh, the dark ages, yeah, yeah. Um And he, we got off the plane. It was a West Coast trip or whatever. We got off the plane, and he told the bus driver head right over to uh, the rink out by O'Hare where they used to practice. And he bag skated the guys, and never saw a guy lose a team quicker than that. Because you know whatever, but. You are a big-time Hawks fan. You just had season ticket holder for all those years. Yeah. Ever seen such lack of buzz? It has nothing to do with whether Luke is going to be good or not, because Kyle Davidson believes this guy's going to hold players accountable, is going to be disciplined, is going to be patient, can develop players. We'll see. But boy, I mean, the state of the Blackhawks. Unfortunately,
1: you, they fell off the radar, and yeah. and it
2: was a quick fall. Yeah. And
1: and it's not only the product on the ice, but it's all that other
2: BS that happened. Yeah, well, Kyle Beach. I mean, it's yeah, just, yeah. You but, know, all of that contributed to a quick fall. And so now you're starting a rebuild, that, which Kyle Davidson won't put a timeline on because he's smart. He doesn't know how long you, it's gonna you take. don't want you don't want to corner yourself with a question well, like that. And, and we'll find out. We talked to Ben Pope last week, who covers the Hawks for the Chicago Sun Times, and. Talking about whether Alex Dabrinkit, you know, they're, they're, the rumor mill is ripe around the league that uh, it's not a question of if, but when he's getting traded. And as Ben pointed out, if you're going to trade him, likely you're doing it right before the draft this week, July yeah. 7th and 8th, up in Montreal, they have their draft. And if you do trade Dabrinkit, what do you get in return? And then does that mean Patrick Kane goes to Kyle Davidson? That says, could be the first piece yeah.
1: in, uh, in the Jenga game.
2: Yeah, it it absolutely could be. But I mean, uh, the the lack of buzz for Luke Richardson just tells you all you need to know about where the Hawks are in terms of where they stand in the
1: the, city right now. It's going to be a a bit of a climb back. Here's uh, Luke Richardson on uh, how he happened to come to the Hawks.
6: Yeah, just having a chance yesterday to walk through the whole offices. Uh, There's a lot of new people, young people. And I think that's the way the direction of the team is going. and, And they want the whole organization to work together. Uh, both the hockey side, business side, and we really look forward to that, and being unique and, and new, and growing together. So, um, you know, great communication, and I think uh, right off the hop, and I think that's that's going to be great, and uh, it's impressive what I've seen. I've been with a lot of organizations, and I've always heard, you know, like uh, how well the organizations run here. Uh, we're, you know, it's a obviously a rebuilding process right now, but I think. The, the foundation is already set. The people are in place. And I think now it's just uh, the excitement of moving, forward, moving that, forward with that.
1: That is new head coach Luke Richardson of the Blackhawks. I'll tell you something. I don't ever want to hear a head coach that takes the lead on the Blackhawks and say organization. If
2: organization. they don't say
1: organization or process, yes. if they don't do that, they're automatically disqualified. The, 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 they're not legit. They're no, they're not legit. No, not at all. <laughs> ah, now, here's Luke on uh, previous coaching experience, which he does have.
6: Yeah, I think uh, probably most coaches, and uh, especially if you've played, there's a lot of coaches that you've had over the years that you take a little bit from everybody. And, um you know, you I mean the and and sometimes those are the the things that you think are right and the things that you don't think are right, and you know how you're gonna you're gonna make yourself uh, and present yourself as a coach. So, myself, my philosophy is the game is a fast game now, and I think a good example is watching the finals this year. There's a lot of speed, uh, skill, but you watched how hard they play. The the and it's the leaders and the older players that have been there before that are are leading the way in that where uh, you know Nate McKinnon's finishing checks and stuff well well that's that's the culture that you want to build here you know we have Stanley Cup champions and future Hall of Famers on our team and I think building a relationship with them to, to really lead the way and show the younger players to make those steps uh, is going to be crucial and uh, you know I think you know I think People have talked about defensive zone coverage and all that. Well, not exactly sure what the lineup is going to be yet next year. So it's hard to say exactly what philosophy and um, uh, game plan that we're going to actually do. But I think playing defense, and I was a defensive defenseman, and and being good defensively doesn't mean you're in your zone all night blocking shots and and keeping the score down. I think what it is is playing defense fast. And if you can learn to play defense fast, uh, whether you're a big, strong guy or a small, speedy guy, you have the puck more and you have more energy left in your body to play offense. And that's what I think that we need to do.
1: That is coach Richardson on a little bit about on his experience in Montreal as a coach, which obviously is a hotbed for hockey and his experience as a player. He is what you would call a stay at home defenseman. Not really a thing so much
2: anymore, but that's what he was. It sounds like a plan. And I like the idea that, you know, you're not just sitting back in your zone blocking shots and, that basically he's also being talking about being intelligent, right, and mm-hmm. anticipating plays and and making the play and, and turning the, the, the puck over and heading back the other direction. Now look, he he's he's been an assistant coach, and it was interesting that Derek King was the only NHL head coach interim that he was that they interviewed. What four guys? Three of them were assistants in the leagues, including uh, Luke Richardson. He did coach at AHL Binghamton, um, but. This is his first time being the guy. I mean, he's filled in in Montreal to, right. as a head coach. But, but
1: he was such a standout player. That that moves you to the head of the
2: class. Well, yeah. No, yeah. I mean, you like everything you said, and, and you hope it all works out. But the fact that I know a lot of Hawks fans are like, go get Barry Trotz. Well,
1: no, God, see, not me.
2: I don't want yeah. that. Well, I like uh, and, I like this hire. Well, I, I think a lot of those established coaches who were like, go, um, didn't want any part of a rebuild at their point in their career. So,
1: well, and that may be so, but uh, for for some hawk fans, I would imagine that maybe that wasn't the answer. You know, you know, sometimes you have to. Uh, and, and I know that I've been been against this at times, but sometimes you have to tap some new talent, some talent with uh, potential. And I like this hire. Uh, we've got Ray to sneak in before the break comes up here. Uh, Ray in Naperville wants to jump <laughs> in on ESPN One Thousand. Hey, Ray. Hey, how are you guys doing? Good, good. What you got? Um, my thing is,
5: I follow the Hawks probably just like you. I've talked to Brian a couple of times.
1: Mm-hmm.
5: Um, you know, if you were keeping close attention, which a lot of people in Chicago, they like hockey, but they don't follow it, you could see their organization. Stan left this organization with the 28th best prospect system. We've, so, you know, we've been scratching our heads for years about, you know, who trades Philip Donier da- for Weiss and Fleshman. You know, who trades so, you know, I mean, the only thing I, I do blame a little on Rocky because every year, didn't he sit down with them and say, "How is our prospect pool doing?"
1: And well, I'm sure he, I'm at, sure he did, but uh, you know, it's in the eyes of the beholder, right?
5: Yeah, but if you look at the draft when they drafted Reichel, Dawson Mercer was on the board, and everybody on TSN oh, said, "Hey, Dawson Mercer's there." Every pick he picks, he did pick in that draft. If you go back at prospect rankings, it was a reach.
1: Yeah, you're and, right, Ray. Thank you for the call. We're up against the break. Um, Ray's got a good point. But remember, that Stanley, those Stanley Cup teams, the foundations were built not by Stan.
2: No. By but, that's, why, that's why you better hope Kirby and, Doc gets this thing turned around too, right? Uh, yes,
1: absolutely. And, and the fact is that because Stan maintained, some people would say he did not, but he was there for all three years when they won the Cup. It's just really hard to sustain that. Contracts came up, and uh, yeah, it, look, yeah, he did leave it a mess uh, a bit, but this might be hey, a step in the needed, right direction.
2: Who needed Artemi Panarin? I yeah,
1: mean, who okay. needed uh, the bread man? Anyhow, yeah, right. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. That's the number to call. Another chance at a four pack of tickets to the Chicago Red Stars game Sunday, July tenth. That's against the North Carolina Courage. We'll take caller three right now. At 312 332 3776. It's Hanley and Xander back to wrap it up. We'll wrap up that Twitter poll and uh, we'll set up the Sox game today as they're taking on the, An- or the Angels. Giants, they're in California. And uh, that's a 305 start right here on ESPN 1000.
0: Follow Chicago's home for sports on Facebook at ESPN Chicago. This is ESPN 1000. From.
1: Aaron on ESPN 1000 up until 11. White Sox Weekly with Connor McKnight at 12.30. Then Connor stays here for the pregame at 2.30. Lennon DJ on the call at 3.10. It is Dylan Cease on the mound today. Brian, at 6-3, 2.56 ERA. 121 strikeouts against Logan Webb. He's 7 and 2 304 ERA, 81 strikeouts.
2: I think he's their ace on that staff. Am yes. I correct? So with those two going, you're probably going to see a 10 to 8 game, right? I mean, you would expect the 1-0 game to be <laughs> right, today, right. right? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. The uh, the other day, the Kopac and Otani game,
2: yeah,
1: that was that was interesting for a while. Yeah, and know, they, it was, it, and, and, and and as advertised, I mean, both of them are studs. Yep.
2: Yeah, as soon as they got two, uh, they were up two zip, I'm like, ooh, this this could be a little bit of a, a uphill climb given the Sox offense these days.
1: And is and that is the difference. And then you have a, uh, a game where they just totally break out, which just drives me nuts. All, all I do is shout at the screen, save some for tomorrow. <laughs> is that how it works? Well, <laughs> that's how it works with me. They don't listen. They don't hear. They don't pay attention. Yeah. But that's my first reaction. It's like okay, the blowouts are cool and fun and everything, but I'd rather have you save some for tomorrow.
2: If we could just get that average up to you know four or five runs a game. Oh, wouldn't uh,
1: that be nice? Yeah, and could you imagine
2: four months ago,
1: saying in uh, once we get into July, we'd be just wishing we'd average four runs a game.
2: Yeah, uh, you know, look, it's great to win a game like last night, and props to everyone. But you need, to, you need a much more consistent offense. However you're going to get it done, if you don't want to believe that you need to hit more home runs. Hey, if there's a corner
1: to be turned, this would be the time to do it. Yeah,
2: without Let's being in Let's pick up momentum in, in
1: uh, yeah. uh, San Francisco and come back home for a slate of games against the Twins. I'm going to be seeing them both Tuesday and Wednesday. Ooh. So I need wins. I need Good wins. Seats. Oh, yeah.
2: Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, Ooh, so yeah. 15 games against division opponents, 14 days. Mm-hmm. This is your clarifying, defining stretch. All hands on deck, and you got to get it done. And if you don't get it done, or you just run in place like you've done for the last two months, then Rick Hahn is going to have to look at that and say, "Are you going to ask me what
1: are. what what the record's going to be over those 15 games? Is that what you're leading to?"
2: Uh, boy, we can do that tomorrow. Yeah, why don't we do thought? that
1: tomorrow? Yeah, I'm not ready to answer that. I'm not ready to the reality of for the reality that wants to jump out of my mouth. I'm just not ready for it. Yeah, But <laughs> not, get, not, get you sleep on
2: it. Hopefully, you yeah. get uh, another one, another win today. You feel yep. that much better and uh, go for a sweep tomorrow, and then oof, boy, 15 and 14 days against the likes of Cleveland and Minnesota and more of each, and then division.
1: Yeah,
2: after division, and here you go, your chance to, to be the team we thought you were going to be. Or be the team that you have been, or or the team that we were told you were
1: going to be even better. We were told that you would be better, right? Be and better. we we
2: believed. We want to believe, and that, we believed yeah. because uh, we're suckers. Well, I, I mean, you, you go into the season and you look at it on paper. I'm just and, talking yeah. about Chicago sports fans with every yeah, damn team. We're suckers. I, I you know, it's, I, it's, Am I wrong? No, because right now, <laughs> right right now. Yeah, I mean, you hope the. I love your healthy. answer. No, no. Uh, because my baseball team stinks and, my, you know, my Bears team right. stinks. Hey, it and cuts to the bone. It hurts. I the get Blackhawks it. stink um, yeah. and, and, you know, the Bulls have to get healthy and be better. Hey, the Wolves the boys, are good. The Wolves were good this year. They are champions. Yep. They are champions. All
1: right. So let's wrap up that Twitter poll. Brian, set it up and we'll go to Charlie Bevins, our producer today, to uh, let us know how that poll turned out.
2: By, by the way, uh, to answer your question, the Cubs have 78 home runs to your White Sox 61. So let yeah. that digest a little no, bit. No, yeah.
1: Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, I'm
2: going to yeah. need antacid for that digester. <laughs> yeah. Even the Cubs. Even the Cubs.
1: Would, yeah, that's that's the state. Even the Cubs. yeah, That's how you make yourself feel worse.
2: Te- obvious shirts comes up. Even yeah. the Cubs. Even the Cubs. All right. So simple question today, because uh, the Bulls gave max money to Zach Levine. Five years, $215 million. Are you happy? Not Ian happy. Are you happy they did that? Yes or no? Charlie Bevins, what did the poll results reflect? The fans are feeling good. 78.5% happy, 29.5% unhappy.
1: Any write-ins, Charlie?
2: Uh, let me pull it up just a second. <laughs> I don't believe that's an option. Doesn't look, it. Yeah, it doesn't look like
5: anything.
1: Okay, but no, yeah. Nobody else said surprise like me. No, but generally good vibes, okay, I would say. Okay, good vibes, yeah. good vibes. All right, let's keep these good vibes going. Uh, Brian, we'll see you tomorrow here at uh, 10 a.m. start time. Yes, we'll do yeah, that. We'll uh, be
2: 10 to noon, right? All
1: right. Yeah, White Sox Weekly, Connor's here at 12:30 pregame at 2:30 first pitch at 3:10 on your home for the White Sox, ESPN 1000.
0: Follow Chicago's home for sports on Facebook at ESPN Chicago. This is ESPN 1000.
1: ESPN One Thousand, Xander and Hanley, Brian's favorite artist, going to the ends of the earth to see him. Where, where do you have tickets? Italy or something? Where? Where are you going? Rome, to
2: catch? Uh, next May, Rome and um, Paris, Paris and Rome.
1: Right. And yeah, did you maybe, have to? Did you have to
2: sell plasma every month for a year no, to get those uh, the money to get those tickets? No, I had to get up at two in the morning because of the time change when the t- when the tickets went on sale because they sold out in like five minutes. Yeah, but you know they're not cheap. Well, there, I, I paid face value. Well, okay,
1: for the tickets, but the whole the whole thing you yeah. got to consider traveling everything part of the
2: ticket. Well, right? and that's that's where my sun times, uh, air miles, and uh, Marriott points come in from oh, traveling look for twenty six years. Yeah. Look
1: at yeah. you! You saved well, it all for this
2: moment. Well, I was saving it for some. I didn't know this was going to be the moment, but yeah, right. uh, yeah. That that thank God I was sitting on um, a lot of. Uh, you know, when you spend three years, actual calendar years of your life in a Marriott hotel property, you, you, you know, you, you accrue a lot of points. Uh, ask so, you, so you have figured it
1: out that you've actually spent three calendar years? Correct. All together?
2: Wow. I'm titanium for life on Marriott. Look at you. They sent me a big, You're heavy like a superhero. Card. Well, I didn't know that. They just sent me a card and said, you're our titanium, titanium for life. And Did they so, hand deliver it with some guy named Jeeves in white gloves? Well, I mean, if if I dropped it on my toe, I could break my toe. It's that heavy. Um, but I mean, that just that tells you what kind of life you have as a beat writer. I loved covering sports. I mean, it, it's really not a job. Right. And when you're a young man traveling as much as you do, you really enjoy it because you, you know, and you got to see cities you never thought you would see. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but. Um, yeah, so it, it, I've been sitting on those for a while because I don't travel all that much anymore. And then the pandemic came along, and from what I understand now, if you want to travel, the airlines cancel your flight three times to make sure you don't. Yeah, travel.
1: I haven't gone. I have not been in an airport since the
0: uh, since February twenty. Wow, weeks
1: Two weeks before I started here at ESPN, I had a trip scheduled to the British Virgin Islands, well, and well, we so took you. and we took that trip. And uh, when I came home before I got here, I was sick. And I wonder if I had the COVID, but I'll never know because we didn't know what the COVID was,
2: really. At yeah, that point. a lot of people are going back and thinking, you know, I, I had something I didn't really know what mm-hmm, it was before mm-hmm. there was yeah. a name to it. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, it was pointed out to me that that uh, could have been the situation. Haven't had it since
2: Well, I'm on my 10th day of protocol because I I took a test a week ago Wednesday. Right, right. And uh, because I was around people that did, in fact, have COVID and got symptoms. So I had, like, the sniffles for two days. But if you go to the CDC guidelines, it's like, you know, for the first few days, don't, you know, isolate and then wear a mask, uh, you know, when you're around people, if you have to go out. But basically, you know, they want you to stay away from people. Mm -hmm. Ten mm-hmm. days or so, so I think is I'm today on my your time. is today your getaway day I think it's my tenth day i 'm pretty okay. sure so i 'm at home, and if you i have a neighbor every year that likes to blow off, it seems like, half-stick of dynamite. Um, oh, you know, July we're going to have
1: to talk about this, especially uh, we'll be on tomorrow, too. Um, yeah. I, we're going to give advice. I, I certainly have uh, issues oh. I have to deal with with my dogs. Yeah. And, now, it, I mean, yes, and I, I have a neighbor that does the same thing. He I'm hosts all the neighborhood uh, display. I'm
2: all, I'm all for fireworks at night and, and mm-hmm. enjoy Fourth of July fireworks. Mm-hmm. My dogs mm-hmm. certainly don't, and I know a lot of little kids don't. But the random... Uh, window shattering or shaking half stick of dynamite at 10 in the morning uh, for like three days or four days over the weekend just because i don't understand that i don't understand the look at me i'm a complete you know what (laughs) jerk um because you, you know this i mean m80s are one thing this is like times 10 Right, and so you might hear that today. You might not. So far, right, right. Talking. People
1: practicing or whatever. Yeah. Unfortunately for me, and I've told you, I've kind of live out in the country. We have property, uh, a fair amount of property that backs up to a fair amount of property owned by a gun shop owner. Mm-hmm. And on a random Saturday, you'll hear target practice. Although mm-hmm. it doesn't bother my dogs, the gunshots don't bother the dogs yeah. out out outside. I mean, they're far enough away. But the fireworks, yes, they do.
2: Yeah, it's it's um, yeah it's it's look I I I really enjoy fireworks shows uh, done by professionals. I don't really like
1: <laughs> don't uh, the non professionals in the neighborhood
2: who's just blown off showing dynamite. off yeah. yeah
1: and it just burning just burning money yeah three one two three three two three seven seven six all right let's set up that Twitter poll uh, here Brian uh, Zach Levine he's going to be wearing number eight for years to come
2: so. A uh, simple question, because they agreed yesterday, officially it's not till July 6th, but they've come to a verbal agreement, not a whole lot of negotiating going on, because the Bulls, the, the watchword has been continuity and bringing everyone back, so they put the max money on the table, five years, $215.2 million, and Zach apparently didn't even want to go through meetings with other teams, but his agency clutch sports with a K decided mm. that, you know, let's have a few of those meetings just to give you a taste of people wanting your, your, you know, to tell you how much they love you. And in short order, he said, okay, now let's take the bulls deal because they're the only ones who can offer five years and $215 million. So he is very happy to be a bull. Are you happy that they are, they have uh, given him max money? Yes or no. And that's our Twitter poll at ESPN 1000. I've retweeted it. Uh, you can find it. Uh, I believe it at Xander. Uh, yeah, yeah, Xander Rocker. Rocker, yeah. Yep. Um, here's the thing. He's gonna make thirty seven point one million dollars next season, which is when you're talking about two hundred and fifteen million. That you know, that seems about right. Kevin Durant, his his salary next year forty three million. Um, and this was the week where Kevin Durant surprised the Nets and told them, you know, this isn't really working out here too much in Brooklyn. Um, I'd like to be traded. So every team in the league had to get on the phone and make that due diligence call and say, what would you like from our roster if we could even begin to talk about getting Kevin Durant on our team? Uh, So AK and Mark Eversley certainly had that conversation. It probably didn't last very long because Kevin Durant doesn't really want to come here. The sad thing is uh, uh, Danilo... Garliano didn't want to come here either. He decided to go to the Celtics. He didn't really believe the Bulls, as uh, nice a season as they had last year, are among the elite in the Eastern Conference. Um, but the 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 fact that Zach is going to make $6 million less than Kevin Durant and the, the fantasy I know that Sylvie tweeted out, let's go, let's go get Durant. Everyone liked that idea. There was one, you know, he didn't want to come here, but uh, Casey Johnson wrote two trade scenarios. One you had to give up DeRozan, Patrick Williams, Alex Caruso, your first round pick this year and a future first round pick. Or two, the other scenario, you give up Vooch, Patrick Williams yet again, Kobe White, your first round pick this year and a future first round to even get the conversation going. And that's a lot to give up. That's that way kind of way
1: that's way way too much. And and and, and kind of being being old school uh, you know, it it, it kind of drives me nuts that there's a handful of players and the NBA has been like this for a while that just basically dictate, you know, uh, oh, sure. contract or nothing that nah, I, I want to be traded. And I hope this doesn't spread to like baseball. It's
2: yeah, the, and, I, the, it it's, may
1: it may be happening, but it's it just seems to be maybe, so maybe. out front with I the mean, NBA. It, it went
2: with D. Wade when he started with LeBron and, you know, he started. Right, right. Let's all build our. Let's all get together
1: and uh, approach this team and say, sign all of us. And yeah, see, I I, I will argue
2: the Bulls were what forty six and thirty six last year, right? And they limped into the playoffs and they limped quickly out of the playoffs because the Bucks are a much better team. Um, But as we sit here and talk about the White Sox getting healthy, and boy, when they get healthy, they're going to be a team that you know everyone's going to be happy to have, and they're going to contend. There's that,
1: that word again.
2: Yeah, happy. Um, I will argue that, truly, when the Bulls get fully healthy with Lonzo Ball and you get a full season... Right, right. and Lonzo so. was not part of the playoffs. We, no, we should no. mention and, that. and, and maybe yeah. won't be ready for the start of the season. But, you know, you get guys like Lonzo Ball, certainly, Alex Crusoe, full season. I mean, then you can envision... I mean, the Bulls were sitting atop the conference for the first, what, two-thirds of the season or so, and, and mm-hmm. you know, making everyone happy and surprising everybody... Yep. They truly can lean on, on injuries to explain how they petered out at the end there. I, I don't know that they're, you know, that the Bulls have decided this is the path, right? Continuity, work around the edges. They're pretty much limited up on, on salary cap now. So um, Rick Morrissey wrote a column today, and I agree with it. The biggest question for the Bulls is, can you win because of Zach Levine? And the answer is nobody knows, and and we've been debating this for years. It's, it was his first playoff this season in eight years of his NBA career, and that's not because of him. It's because he was on you know bad Minnesota teams, and mm-hmm. and the Bulls were took a while to get around to the new front office and the retooled and reimagined uh, roster. We don't know. The the debate is, you know, where does Zach Levine fit on a championship contending team? Is he a foundation piece? Is he the centerpiece? Is he number three? Well, he has just been paid like he is a centerpiece. Right. And so that's the thing. I love to hear from Bulls fans, 312-332-3776. What do you know about Zach Levine? We know he's athletic. We know he can score. right. Um, we know he hasn't been healthy and the knee was more than an and, issue. And we can,
1: uh, you know, it could be assumed that the Bulls know that the knee is maybe not an issue because they threw all this money at him. And, and, and they were in a spot where it's almost like, OK,
2: what else would we do? Right. See, that's the,
1: that's the other thing. It's like, is this the best situation we can get? Maybe we just have to settle.
2: Yeah. I mean, because we have this max money. He's eligible to get it. We, you know, free agents aren't breaking down our door to be part of this. You know, even Danilo wanted to go to the Boston Celtics and, and after listening to what the Bulls had to sell him on. Um, but do you know what Zach Levine is? And he's getting paid as if he's an elite player. And he is an all-star, I mean, for the first time. and a two-time all-star. Um, but we don't, I mean, and if you know for a fact that Zach Levine is going to be the reason the Bulls end up hoisting a trophy again, I well love then, great! Head. But we, yeah. you have
1: to sell us on it because I'm I'm with you, Brian. I'm I'm uh, quite honestly surprised. I did not think that they would do that, and I'm surprised. And I'm assuming that they know more than we do. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Back with Bulls talk. Tell us what you think about Zach Levine. Are you happy that he signed the max contract? And uh, is he is he somebody that you can sell us on for the future and uh, ultimately for a world championship? We'll uh, get back to that talk here at 312-332-3776. Taking your calls on ESPN 1000.
0: Follow Chicago's home for sports on Instagram at ESPN underscore Chicago. This is ESPN 1000. And you can watch us today
1: and every day on Twitch. twitch Twitch.tv forward slash ESPN 1000 Chicago. And in just a while, ten thirty, actually, we will give you a chance to win a four pack of tickets to the Chicago Red Stars game Sunday, July tenth, against the North Carolina Courage. We will be taking third caller. Okay, uh, Brian, we're talking about Zach Levine and the max contract that he got. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. What's your feeling on it? You happy, Brian,
2: or are you surprised like I am? Um, I'm, I'm maybe not surprised. I thought it was going to happen because Zach certainly wanted to be here because he likes the idea of, well, he likes the idea of being in Chicago and finally having talent around him. Um, does he have enough talent around him? But I guess the bigger question for the Bulls is: Does he have enough talent to make these guys better? Right. Right. Um, De- DeMar DeRozan played Superman many games this year, and, and you know, and that put- was really Zach's role. Yes, I
1: mean, and now he had the the knee injury, and obviously that's that's been an issue. But maybe it's not such an issue now since they threw all that money at him.
2: Well, sixty-seven games this season because of the knee, and and, you know he had the surgery, then he had it drained, and then he had uh, another surgery. Um, Sixty-seven games, he averaged twenty-seven points, four point six rebounds, and four point five assists. You gave him max money. You were clear that. You intended to do that as the Chicago Bulls the entirety of the offseason. That was the direction. It was just a matter of Zach was going to accept it or not. Right guy at the right time for the right situation. And, uh, you know, God bless him. He got paid. But I, I'm like you. I don't know. You can win with him, I think, for sure. But can you win because of him? Is, he, does, is there another level to his game or two that I think you really do have to see? Right. Is he max money? Right. I mean, he's getting paid as if he's an elite player in the yes, league. Yes, yes. And he's a two-time All-Star, and that's nice. But I think it was a year or two ago, voted by NBA players, I think he showed up like 23rd on the list of best See, that's players why in I'm, the league.
1: That's why I'm surprised. I'm surprised that, you know, with the knee issue and everything, I, I thought that they would go in a different direction. That's but, why I'm surprised.
2: Well, I mean... You know, it's nice they added Andre Drummond, um, but he's certainly a guy who's going to help you, you know, defensively. He's not going to help you offensively. Do you have enough scoring? Again, does Zach Levine, assuming health, assuming he can get uh, more than 67 games and a lot closer to 82, is he the guy? Is he the guy to lead you to a, an Eastern Conference championship and eventually an NBA championship? Is that right. where... is he
1: going to lead the way? He needs right. to be a leader.
2: That's right, I yeah. mean and, and not just doing the right things and, and preparing the right way, his talent has to find another level or two, yep in order for you to actually be in a conversation to win something in the next well and, and it's a five year deal he the last year is a player option, so, so let's and, say the next four yeah, hmm. you know it's not going to happen next year, but by years three and four of that deal. Can you tell me that yes, this is all going to play out? He's going to earn the money, and they're not just going to be a nice team and a good story and a likable team—all the things they were this year. And I loved watching Bulls basketball for the most part until you know the injuries piled up and they you know kind of whimpered into the postseason. But you root it for this team, and you root for Zach Levine. But right. that doesn't change my question marks on him about how good he he is again he's been in bad situations for the most the majority of his career and i still don't know i don't know how good he is and i right. don't know i need. I, I do know he needs to be better in order for the bulls to get to the promised land right right
1: and he you know max money thrown at him it seems like that they have those expectations will they come true sean and avondale jumping on an espn 1000 hey sean
3: hey how's it going good yeah, so, um, you know, I think I'm pretty happy with the contract and the signing. Um, you know, I've been seeing a lot of reports that the Chicago Bulls have yet to offer a $100 million contract plus. You know, I think it's going to, you know, AK coming in, I think he's going to really, <clears throat> you know, build up this roster. Um, you know, as he already has, you know, he's, he's bringing in different Well, what pieces, else do you so.
1: think he needs to do?
3: I mean, I think he's preached continuity, so you know he just wants these pieces to stay together for quite some time,
1: and, and to actually you know. work together to get to that point.
3: Exactly. I mm. mean, Patrick Williams. Um, you know, we got to see if he's going to grow this year and and come into his own. I mean, training out in LA with Demar, I think that's going to be huge. Um, I think I think the question marks are going to be more Ken um, Levine and Demar work together because it kind of seemed they were playing solo ball, hero ball all year. And uh, you know, can they play more together? And like you guys just mentioned, uh, can Levine elevate other people's game? I, I think we have yet to see that.
1: Right. All right. Thanks, John. Uh, you know the max contract concept, Brian. Could you imagine what that money would look like for a Michael Jordan if he were playing today oh, the man. way he played then? What is yeah. a max contract for a Michael Jordan? Yeah,
2: I mean, five hundred sh- million. Uh, boy, I mean, you know some. <laughs> At some point, they might and have you just, just realized how underpaid he was. Yeah. I mean, there was always conversation. Should Jerry give him a percentage of ownership? Um, of course, of all of us would have said yes, but it's
1: not our team to give away. Yeah,
2: I, I mean, I don't even know if that was within the league rules at the time where you could give him 2% of the team. Um, but yeah, I mean, for the amount of money that he made for Bulls ownership... Actually, after years, he
1: retired, they should have gifted him 2%.
2: I, well, sh- you should never have worn a Washington jersey.
1: No, that still makes me sick. Yeah, I know, right? Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Twitter poll up at ESPN 1000. Zach Levine gets the max contract. Are you happy or not? The uh, There was just two choices. I'm thrown in surprised because I just thought that they might go a different way. Because uh, AK seems to have... Ab- be the guy who would make a daring trade. He's made a couple, but he he feels like he has the core now. They just have to play to potential.
2: And before you know, before the um, they agreed uh, verbally, and it'll you know, become official on the sixth uh, in a few days. Here, um, people are like, okay, sign and trade. Zach Levine would have to be a centerpiece if you're going to get Kevin Durant. Then obviously the Nets would want Zach Levine sure. and whatever package sure. you ship. Again, those that was all fantasy based basketball at the time because. One Kevin Durant has Phoenix on his list and Miami, and you know the Bulls weren't on his list. So you, you, know, you of can't course really... you want a player
1: like that, but do you want an attitude like that? <sighs> well, he's not have the same attitude as Kyrie. Um, no, well that's true. That's he... I definitely don't Kevin want Durant. no part of
2: Kyrie. I know he is Kevin Durant. I mean, and, and the idea of Kevin Durant in a Bulls uniform would excite me very much. Um, but you know, Patrick Williams, our caller just mentioned it. he was in both scenarios that Casey Johnson laid out because. No one yet knows what Patrick Williams is and what his future is in the NBA. But it better be good, and it better be a high ceiling. And better, As Sean just said, our caller, you better start seeing it this season because it's, uh, it's time for him to start showing up and, and letting people know what he's all about. Now, Durant
1: tweeted this earlier today. Mm-hmm. The ones who are locked in that gym with me know what it is. They know what I'm about. If you haven't been in there with me, ask around. So it's a it's a bad situation he wants out of so uh, you know maybe I don't know it uh, uh, you know and somebody responded hey you will only lead a team if they're almost already there so it, uh, it depends on yeah. how it depends on how you look at that or whatever but KD is too high, uh, high a price to pay for the Bulls. Yeah, I
2: mean Steph Curry didn't doesn't need Ke- uh, Kevin Durant shown back up I mean right I mean it's like um, you know some guys do just lead and lead and lead and uh get it done right yep
1: all right dean from valpa wants to jump in yes ben 1000 hey dean you're on with uh, Hanley and Xander.
4: hey great to hear you guys um yeah I, i'm in the minority but i i feel like they made a huge mistake with levine um signing him to that contract and and my reasons are first that knee i mean guys knees don't get better as they get older and i you know he's had quite a few years in the league now i don't see that need um that issue going away and to pay him that much money to me it it was a mistake and then you you almost have to wonder
1: though dean real quick you almost have to wonder if they have information we don't because it almost seems like they would have to to have made that deal
4: well them having information that we don't it scares me because of how they've diagnosed their point guard's knee. So, <laughs> is their information right. is their information any good? And, and my my final point is. I feel like we were so down at the end of the Paxson era that we were just open to any new GM coming in and doing anything, and and I feel like these guys, you know, it's hard to argue against the fact, okay, they got us in the playoffs, but I feel like they have drained what we have in terms of draft picks, and the guys they have now are, are older, and so I feel like if... Nothing happens here, and Levine's not this, you know, max contract guy that we just paid him for. It seems like we're going to be in purgatory for the next five years. But anyway, All right. I, I, Good I'm really you. not that negative of a person, but I, I just feel like that, that this was a mistake.
1: Okay. All right. So uh, thanks, Dean. So we got a vote for yes and a vote for no. And, of course, we've got that Twitter pull-up at ESPN1000. All right. Your chance right now to be caller three at 312-332-3776 to win a four-pack of tickets to the Chicago Red Stars game Sunday, July 10th against the North Carolina Courage. Xander and Hanley back after this on ESPN 1000.
0: ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. Chicago Chicago's home for sports on Twitter at ESPN 1000. ESPN 1000,
1: Xander and Hanley here until eleven. Then we've got a, a baseball game today. White Sox taking on the Giants. Dylan Cease on the bump against uh, their uh, their ace, right? Webb. He's a uh, he's a stud pitcher for the Giants. There, Brian. Are you sure, sure, I can't get Dylan Cease back for Ian Happ. I promise Shoot you. Up. I promise okay. you. <laughs> I'm just I trying. promise you.
2: Yeah, no yeah. chance. Huh? There no is shot?
1: no freaking chance. No, no sorry. Yeah, uh, You could also too hear high, us on 100.3 HD2. Yes, that's way too high. And on the <laughs> ESPN Chicago app playing high-low for, for, I'm not uh, asking for uh, Ian Happy Look, and look no I, we, we already said hey, Jimenez and um, and Mancada. No, um, yeah. and no, shot. no uh, shot. A lot of potential there, Brian. Yeah, a lot of potential close. there. Yeah, You're going to lose Contreras. Uh, you know, that's going to happen. Yeah, uh-huh. you don't see happen, happen, happen. See, happen. I think this will happen. H-A-P-P. Yeah. So uh, I, I think we had uh, we had a winner of those uh, Red Star tickets. We'll get I'm that. about Jose
2: game. from Deerfield? Was it Jose from
1: Deerfield? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Bulls you're you're fan, right about that. You're right about terrific that.
2: Terrific guy. Yep. Long time contributor. Yep. He to, said to hi work. to you. He yeah, said yeah, hi he's, to, he's, you he's, to you. He's, hi he's been a sports talk guy forever and we awesome. love jose yeah.
1: we love rewarding people who spend time listening to sports Absolutely. talk radio God bless All right, you, so jose. we've got a Shout brand new head coach on the ice over on west madison luke richardson now we talked about this last week it was rumored to be the case and it was officially announced was it uh the hawks said, was uh, it monday or tuesday
2: yeah they announced it monday and it was monday. they brought him into town and uh he went through our first pitch at Wrigley, and he looks like he could play another 20 years. Did you see this guy? Yeah, yeah I'm telling you, I, I went
1: to so many games back in the day when I had season tickets at the old stadium, watching uh, Luke come into town with the Oilers. He was a great player, one a, a, you know, a guy that you would have loved to have on your team. Unfortunately, we do now, but he's not strapping the skates
2: on anymore. No, and he said he's going to strap the skates on and practice with the team, which is, you know, it always sounds good, but he said like if the team needs a bag skate where you know the pucks stay in the bag and you're doing Michigan sprints, basically, you know, blue line to blue line or end line to end line. Or he said he would do it with them to show how much he you know and he would try to beat them in those grueling practices. You don't like that? Uh, yeah, yeah, I but do. I, I look, I you know, Dirk Graham was a disaster as a head coach, and he was <laughs> one of the seven head coaches I think I covered with the Hawks in their dark
1: uh 90s, the dark ages, yeah,
2: yeah. Um, and he we got off the plane, it was a West Coast trip or whatever. We got off the plane, and he told the bus driver, Head right over to uh the rink out by O'Hare where they used to practice, and he bag skated the guys. and never saw a guy lose a team quicker than that because you know, whatever. but you are a big time Hawks fan. You just said season ticket holder for all those years. Yeah. Ever seen such lack of buzz? It has nothing to do with whether Luke is going to be good or not because Kyle Davidson believes this guy's going to hold players accountable, is going to be disciplined, is going to be patient, can develop players. We'll see. But boy, I mean, the state of the Blackhawks. Unfortunately,
1: you, they fell off the radar, and, yeah. and it was a quick fall. Yeah. And and it's not only the product on the ice, but it's all that other BS that happened. Yeah, well, Kyle Beach.
2: I mean, it's Yeah, just, yeah, you but, know, all of that contributed to a quick fall. And so now you're starting a rebuild, that, which Kyle Davidson won't put a timeline on because he's smart. He doesn't know how long you, it's going to take. Don't wanna, you don't want to corner yourself with a question well, like that. Well, and, and we'll find out. We talked to Ben Pope last week, who covers the Hawks for the Chicago Sun-Times, and... Talking about whether Alex DeBrinket, you know, there, there, the rumor mill is ripe around the league that uh, it's not a question of if, but when he's getting traded. And as Ben pointed out, if you're going to trade him, likely you're doing it right before the draft this week, July seventh yeah. and eighth, up in Montreal. They have their draft. And if you do trade DeBrinket, what do you get in return? And then does that mean Patrick Kane goes to Kyle Davidson? That says, could be the first piece yeah. in
1: uh, in the Jenga game.
2: Yeah. Yep. It, it absolutely could be. But I mean, uh, the, the lack of buzz for Luke Richardson just tells you all you need to know about where the Hawks are in terms of where they stand I mean, in the
1: city right yeah. now. It's going to yeah. be a, a bit of a climb back. Here's uh, Luke Richardson on uh, how he happened to come to the Hawks.
6: Yeah, just having a chance yesterday to walk through the whole offices. Uh, there's a lot of new people, young people. And I think that's the way the direction of the team is going. And and they want the whole organization to work together. Uh, both the hockey side, business side, and we really look forward to that, and being unique and and new, and growing together. So, um, you know, great communication, and I think uh, right off the hop, and I think that's that's going to be great, and uh, it's impressive what I've seen. I've been with a lot of organizations, and I've always heard, you know, like uh, how well the organizations run here. Uh, we're, you know, it's a obviously a rebuilding process right now, but I think. The, the foundation is already set. The people are in place. And I think now it's just uh, the excitement of moving, forward, moving that, forward with that.
1: That is new head coach Luke Richardson of the Blackhawks. I'll tell you something. I don't ever want to hear a head coach that takes the lead on the Blackhawks and say organization. If organization. they don't say organization or process, yes. if they don't do that, they're automatically disqualified. they're they're not legit? No, they're not legit. No, not at all. (laughs) Ah, ah, Now, here's Luke on uh, previous coaching experience, which he does have.
6: Yeah, I think uh, probably most coaches, and uh, especially if you've played, there's a lot of coaches that you've had over the years that you take a little bit from everybody. And... um, you know you I mean the and and sometimes those are the the things that you think are right and the things that you don't think are right, and you know how you're gonna you're gonna make yourself uh, and present yourself as a coach. So myself, my philosophy is the game is a fast game now, and I think a good example is watching the finals this year. There's a lot of speed uh, skill, but you watched how hard they played the the and it's the leaders and the older players that have been there before that are are leading the way in that where uh, you know, Nate McKinnon's finishing checks and stuff. Well, well, that's, that's the culture that you want to build here. You know, we have Stanley Cup champions and future Hall of Famers on our team. And I think building a relationship with them to, to really lead the way and show the younger players to make those steps uh, is going to be crucial. And, uh, you know, I think, you know, people have talked about defensive zone coverage and all that. Well, not exactly sure what the lineup is going to be yet next year. So it's hard to say exactly what philosophy and um, uh, game plan that we're going to actually do. But... Uh, I think playing defense, and I was a defensive defenseman, and and being good defensively doesn't mean you're in your zone all night blocking shots and and keeping the score down. I think what it is is playing defense fast. And if you can learn to play defense fast, uh, whether you're a big, strong guy or a small, speedy guy, you have the puck more, and you have more energy left in your body to play offense. And that's what I think that we need to do.
1: That is Coach Richardson on uh, a little bit about on his experience in Montreal as a coach, which obviously is a hotbed for hockey, and his experience as a player. He is what you would call a stay-at-home defenseman, not really a thing so much anymore, but that's what he was.
2: It's, it sounds like a plan, and I like the idea that you know you're not just sitting back in your zone blocking shots, and that basically he's also being, talking about being intelligent, right, and mm-hmm. anticipating plays and and making the play and, and turning the. The, the puck over and heading back the other direction now look he he's he's been an assistant coach and it was interesting that Derek King was the only NHL head coach interim that he was that they interviewed what four guys three them more assistants in the leagues including uh Luke Richardson he did coach at AHL Binghamton um but this is his first time being the guy. I mean, he's filled in in Montreal to, right. as a head coach. But, but
1: he was such a standout player, that that moves you to the head of the class.
2: Well, yeah. No, yeah. I mean, you like everything you said, and, and you hope it all works out. But the fact that I know a lot of Hawks fans are like, go get Barry Trotz. Well, no,
1: God, see, not me. I don't want yeah. that. Well, I like and, I like this hire.
2: Well, I, I think a lot of those established coaches who were like, go, um, didn't want any part of a rebuild at their point in their career. So,
1: well, and that may be so. But uh, for for some hawk fans, I would imagine that maybe that wasn't the answer. You know, you know, sometimes you have to. Uh, and, and I know that I've been against this at times. But sometimes you have to tap some new talent, some talent with uh, potential. And I like this hire. Uh, we've got Ray to sneak in before the break comes up here. Uh, Ray in Naperville wants to jump in on ESPN One Thousand. Hey, Ray. Hey, how are you guys doing? Good, good. What you got? Um, my thing
5: is I follow the Hawks probably just like you. I've talked to Brian a couple of times.
1: Mm-hmm.
5: Um, you know, if you were keeping close attention, which a lot of people in Chicago, they like hockey, but they don't follow it. You could see their organization. Stan left this organization with the 28th best prospect system. So, we, you know, we've been scratching our heads for years about, you know, who trades Philip Donier da- for Weiss and Fleshman. You know, who trades so, you know, I mean, the only thing I, I do blame a little on Rocky because every year, didn't he sit down with them and say, "How is our prospect pool doing?"
1: And well, I'm sure he, I'm at, sure he did, but uh, you know, it's in the eyes of the beholder, right?
5: Yeah, but if you look at the draft when they drafted Reichel, Dawson Mercer was on the board, and everybody on TSN oh, said, "Hey, Dawson Mercer's there." Every pick he picks, he did pick in that draft. If you go back at prospect rankings, it was a reach.
1: Yeah, you're and, right, Ray. Thank you for the call. We're up against the break. Um, Ray's got a good point. But remember, that Stanley, those Stanley Cup teams, the foundations were built not by Stan.
2: No. By but, that's, why, that's why you better hope Kirby and, Doc and and, and, gets and, this thing turned around too,
1: right? Uh, yes, absolutely. And, and the fact is that because Stan maintained, some people would say he did not, but he was there for all three years when they won the Cup. It's just really hard to sustain that. Contracts came up, and uh, yeah, it, look, yeah, he did leave it a mess uh, a bit, but this might be hey, a step in the needed, right direction. Who
2: needed Artemi Panarin? Yeah, mean,
1: who okay. needed uh, the bread man? Anyhow, yeah, right. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. That's the number to call. Another chance at a four pack of tickets to the Chicago Red Stars game Sunday, July tenth. That's against the North Carolina Courage. We'll take caller three right now. At 312 332 3776. It's Hanley and Xander back to wrap it up. We'll wrap up that Twitter poll and uh, we'll set up the Sox game today as they're taking on the, An- the Angels. Giants, they're in California. And uh, that's a 305 start right here on ESPN 1000.
0: Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Facebook at ESPN Chicago. This is ESPN 1000. From
1: Aaron Handley on ESPN 1000 up until 11. White Sox weekly with Connor McKnight at 12:30. Then Connor stays here for the pregame at 2:30. Lennon DJ on the call at 3:10. It is Dylan Cease on the mound today. Brian, at six and three, 2.56 ERA, 121 strikeouts against Logan Webb. He's seven and two, 3.04 ERA,
2: 81 strikeouts. I think he's
1: their ace on that
2: staff. Am yes. I correct? So with those two going you're probably going to see a 10-8 to game, right? I mean, you would expect the 1-0 game to <laughs> right, today, right? right? Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, the uh the other day the Copeck and Otani game. Yeah. That was that was interesting for a while.
2: Yeah, and yeah, they, it was uh, jumped-
1: and, and, and and as advertised, I mean, both of them are studs. Yep.
2: Yeah, as soon as they got two, uh, they were up two zip, I'm like, ooh, this this could be a little bit of a, a uphill climb, given the Sox offense these days. And is and that is the difference.
1: And then you have a, uh, a game where they just totally break out, which just drives me nuts. All, all I do is shout at the screen, save some for tomorrow. <laughs> is that how it works? You well, t- that's how it works with me. They don't <laughs> listen. They don't hear. They don't pay attention. Yeah. But that's my first reaction. It's like, okay, the blowouts are cool and fun and everything, but I'd rather have you save some for tomorrow.
2: Yeah, if we could just get that average up to you know four or five runs a game. Oh, wouldn't uh, that be nice? Yeah, and could you imagine four
1: months ago saying in uh, once we get into July, we'd be just wishing we'd average four runs a game?
2: yeah, uh you know look, it's great to win a game like last night and props to everyone. But you need, to, you need a much more consistent offense. However you're going to get it done, if you don't want to believe that you need to hit more home runs. Hey, if
1: there's a corner to be turned, this would be the time to do it.
2: Yeah, without Let's being in Let's pick up
1: momentum in yeah. uh, uh, San Francisco and come back home for a slate of games against the Twins. I'm going to be seeing them both Tuesday and Wednesday. Ooh. So I need wins. I need Good wins.
2: Seats. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay, Ooh, so 15 yeah. games against division opponents, 14 days. Mm-hmm. This is your clarifying, defining stretch, all hands on deck, and you got to get it done. And if you don't get it done or you just run in place like you've done for the last two months, then Rick Hahn is going to have to look at that and say, Are you going to ask me what,
1: what, what the record's going to be over those 15 games? Is that what you're leading to?
2: Uh, boy, we can do that tomorrow. Yeah, why don't we do thought? that
1: tomorrow? Yeah. I'm not ready to answer that. I'm not ready to the reality of for the reality that wants to jump out of my mouth. I'm just not ready for it. Yeah. But sleep on
2: it, hopefully you get uh, another one another win today, you feel that much better, and uh, go for a sweep tomorrow and then woof Why fifteen and fourteen days against the likes of Cleveland and Minnesota and more of each and then division after division and here you go. Your chance to to be the team we thought you were gonna be. Or be the team that you have been, or or the team that we
1: were told you were going to be even better. We were told that you would be better, right? Now, be and
2: better. we we believed. We want to believe. And that, we believed yeah. because uh, we're suckers. Well, I I mean you you go into the season and you look at it on paper. I'm just talking and, about and, Chicago sports fans with every yeah, damn team. We're suckers. I, I you know. I, a, am I wrong? No, because right now, <laughs> right right now. Yeah, I mean you hope the. I Blues love get your healthy. answer. No. No, uh, because my baseball team stinks and, you know, my Bears team right? stinks. Hey, it and cuts to the bone. It hurts. I the get Blackhawks it. stink yeah. um, and, and, you know, the Bulls have to get healthy and be better. Hey, and the Wolves the boys, are good. The Wolves were good this year. They are champions. Yep. They are champions. All right.
1: So let's wrap up that Twitter poll. Brian, set it up and we'll go to Charlie Bevins, our producer today, to uh, let us know how that poll turned out.
2: By, by the way, uh, to answer your question, the Cubs have 78 home runs to your White Sox 61. So let yeah. that digest a little no,
1: bit. Yeah, thank you. Thank yeah.
2: you. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. need <laughs> an acid for that digester. <laughs>
1: yeah. Even the Cubs. Even the Cubs. Would... Yeah, that's that's the state. Even the Cubs.
2: Yeah, That's how you make yourself feel obvious worse. Teams, obvious shirts comes up. Even yeah. the Cubs. Even the Cubs. All right. So simple question today, because uh, the Bulls gave max money to Zach Levine, five years, $215 million. Are you happy? Not Ian happy. Are you happy they did that? Yes or no? Charlie Bevins, what did the poll results reflect? The fans are feeling good. 78.5% happy, 29.5% unhappy.
1: Any write-ins, Charlie? Charlie?
2: Uh let me pull it up just a second. <laughs> I don't believe that's an option. Doesn't look, yeah, it
5: doesn't look like anything. Okay. But no yeah. nobody else
2: said surprise like me. No, but generally good
3: vibes
5: okay, I would Okay, good vibes, yeah. good
1: vibes. All right, let's keep these good vibes going. Uh Brian, we'll see you tomorrow here at uh ten AM start time. Yes, we'll do yeah, that. We'll uh, be 10 to noon, right? All right, yeah. White Sox weekly. Connors here at 12.30, pregame at 2.30, first pitch at 3.10. On your home for the White Sox, ESPN 1000.